it is another warm and sunny day. Probably a lot of people will be outside if they can. Have you noticed, though, that more young people are taking a visit to the garden centre? Well, Mornings with Simi contributor Scott Chance noticed that, I believe. Scott, good morning to you again. Hi, yeah. Are you a gardener, Jill? I am. Okay. I am a gardener. What kind yes. of gardening do you do? So I'm big into the vegetable garden. I grow a salsa garden every year. Okay. So I grow jalapenos, tomatillos, onions, peppers, everything to make salsa verde. And then I make a huge canning extravaganza of salsa verde. Some of it I used. I use smoked peppers to get different flavors. I do that every year. This is so interesting to me, and I love that you have a very set intention yes. of just, this is for salsa. It's for salsa. Yeah, my yes. family has gotten into gardening uh, just recently as kind of like, a, I think like a lot of people, sort of post-COVID, mm-hmm. kind of hobby uh, type of thing, and I felt like I might be, I'm in my early 40s, like on the young end, going to the garden center. I was right. expecting to see like, you know, but I actually now feel like the old person there. <laughs> it's it's crazy. We go to the garden center near our house on the weekend and it's shocking how many really like young people millennials gen z those type of people are exploring the garden center and looking at planting and stuff so i uh spoke with garden expert and owner of minter country gardens brian minter mm-hmm. i asked him about why we're seeing this shift we're having a generational shift as the boomers uh, phase out of the, the gardening world. It's, it's aging out, I guess, in terms of gardening and, and the time and space and, and locations they have to do it. As we move into a, a new generation, they are far more highly engaged in gardening for so many more different reasons. It's not just about gardening. Uh, it's about what gardening entails. Um, and, and the reason for that is they care about the planet more. They are more astute and engaged in watching and learning about nature they care about wildlife uh, and the pollinators, uh, certainly, which are very, very important. And, and the, the beneficial aspects of, uh, of what gardening does, uh, both for people uh, in terms of um, working together, socializing, but, but also the results of being able to nurture and care for things. And uh, it, it changes the, the, the nature and the importance of this whole process. So it's become highly engaged by the younger generations. I'm, you know, in my early 40s and have a young family. And my wife has just gone all in on, you know, growing as much as she can, um, A, to to feed our family and to sort of offset, you know, grocery costs mm-hmm. and that type of thing yep. as, as much as she can. But we've we've really found that it's something that we really enjoy. And, you know, it's like, oh, hey, the, the carrots, look at how much better the carrots are this year from last year because we've learned something. And, you know, mm-hmm. our kids, our six-year-old daughter is really involved in it. And it it's... You know, at first when she suggested that we we start planting, you know, we had one garden box. And then halfway through the season, we built another one. And now we have three. (laughs) And I'm like, where where is this going to stop? Because it's not just a thing that we're doing for for the benefit, like to get food, but we're actually really enjoying it. Yeah, and and that's the the rewarding. In today's world of social media and technology, um, we're missing that uh, contact with nature and being able to grow things. And, and that's a, a very important antidote for, for everything is technology. And, but also, you know, when we're paying $8 a head for lettuce in the fall last year, uh, learning how to grow things and, and uh, you know, not only uh, what uh, types of things. We work with the food bank uh, locally here. And in terms of um, 
you know, it's it's having food over a longer period of time. So it's not just fresh vegetables uh, uh, that we would uh, use. It is the things like the carrots and root crops and potatoes that will keep and provide food over a longer period of time. So it's learning that whole process that is really intriguing for so many people and so many of the new and different varieties. Yeah, and you know what I have found one of the most interesting things and it's one of these things that it's it sort of seems obvious, but I guess we take it for granted, is that it made me realize, you know, so much of what we consume doesn't just come from the grocery store. Like somewhere at some point, somebody did this work to, to grow this food, you know, before it went through all these steps of transportation and packaging and everything. Mm-hmm. To consume yeah. it, and now I've I've eliminated all those processes, and it's like, oh no, these things require a certain amount of care and attention and stuff. And if if someone's not doing that, then the product doesn't exist. Yeah, um, but prime example. I mean, it's a carbon footprint. We every time we go to the grocery store, we're leaving the footprint out there. I think it's just that you know, doing something is better than doing nothing. There, there's a house mm-hmm. on the street that I live once a year. I, they're neighbors of ours. They have three young kids. They'll do a mini farmer's market instead of like mm-hmm. a lemonade stand. And the kids, yeah. you know, it's just it's created this whole community vibe and stuff. I mean, it really has become a cool thing, hasn't it? Oh, gosh, Scott. And, and you've touched on the, the key here. Uh, it's a very social activity. And um, and I love working with the uh, the new, as we call them, uh, millennial gardeners, which is misleading because they're from so many different uh, backgrounds and, and cultures and so on. But uh, the thing is, uh, the it's the socializing factor, working together, sharing tips and so on. And this is where me- social media is very helpful as well, because so many of them like to, when they have success, share it on social media. And, hey, I found this works really well, or I love this particular variety because it produces so much more. Um, you know, it, it's just sharing of information. So it's a community spirit. But also um, the good thing about uh, social networking is the fact we can help each other too, which to me is absolutely so great. Brian Minter from Minter Country Gardens with uh, a really positive take on young people getting into gardening, which is yeah. super cool. Oh, very much so. And it sounds like you've uh, developed a green thumb or you've uh, gotten yeah, into it as well. We, we're working on it. You know, I think that uh, we enjoy doing it and we're learning from our mistakes <laughs> is kind of like the, the big thing. There's a lot of people in our community who are a lot better at it than us. But like he said, it's just about learning and, and being out there. I think we like doing it mm-hmm. more than we like like getting getting things from it. But the people all around us, uh, they grow so much that they just, every time they come over, it's like, here's a bag of lettuce, <laughs> here's here's some tomatoes. Now I am I hope I'm on your list for a jar of salsa verde. Perhaps that uh, Phil wants one too. Yes, I, I, I'll have to bring in a whole bunch for I mean, everybody here. You've put it out there now, Jill. <laughs> you've created an expectation. Right. I, I forgot to mention too, I also grow the garlic. And to me, garlic is one of the most rewarding crops because you plant it in October or November, you just leave it. And then come July, it's ready. It's, See, it's the long haul crop. That I like that. I also like the idea of just leaving it. Yes. You know, because I want to go out there. I'm good at the watering, but everything else I'm bad at. <laughs> You'll get better. It's just practice. <laughs> totally. It's fun. <gasps> All right. Thanks, Scott. Sure.